Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello, hello. Happy Friday to all of you out there in Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook land who are here tuning in live for our regularly scheduled. This has been a very uh, podcast heavy week. This is my third podcast for the week. And I uh, I, I don't want to say I save the best for last because everybody else would be like, what? <laughs> but Livia and I have been friends now for at least two years. And I'm super excited to have her share her wisdom with you guys today. So all of our experts are either health-focused, wealth-focused, or bring some kind of wisdom. I've had a lot of coaches and consultants and experts who can really inspire you during this pandemic, during these these crazy times. You know, that's why I launched this podcast. So please comment below if you're tuning in live, do hashtag live, and where are you tuning in from? We'd love to to, uh, say hello and, and welcome you to the show. And if you're, of course, tuning in on the replay, same thing, hashtag replay. And you can actually connect with Livia and all of my guests by joining my Facebook community, Healthy and Wealthy and Wise, if you're tuning in on iTunes or find us on YouTube later. So please feel free to also hit the share button um, and share this message with people in your Facebook community. And uh, it'll it'll be something that I know will be helpful to people that are in your life. So I'm going to go ahead and move out of the way of greatness and introduce our guest today. So again, Livia and I met two or three years ago through an organization called BNI, Business Network International. And I actually saw her speak. I don't know if you remember that, Livia, but I, that day I visited and I was like, who is this woman? Oh my God, she's amazing. So good at speaking. She's a business coach, a speaker, author, spent 20 years now helping businesses grow and profit. So she knows her stuff and she's got a great free gift for you guys later today. So I hope you can stay tuned in for this whole 30 minutes. So Livia, um, why don't you go ahead and share your story? How did you get to be such a big success? And, And please share with us your background. Thank you so much. I can't believe it's been so long since we've known each other. Um, and I really appreciate that. I'm so excited to be here with you and everyone to share um, how I started. So I started off in the corporate world, just working in these big businesses, helping them profit and grow. And it was a world that I learned a lot in, but it wasn't a world I felt like I was actually doing a really positive impact to the world. I honestly really felt like I was helping folks who were not necessarily really nice people make a lot of money. And there was this drive in me to really help good people make money. And so I decided to like then after a while jump into the world of being an entrepreneur myself totally thought I could do it quite easily because I had this expansive background in corporate and helping these big companies like, you know, expand, grow and make tons of profit. And um, I learned the hard way. That's not the way as an entrepreneur. So I decided, you know, after a lot of lessons learned and really helping me just stay focused, stay on point, get my goals and actually help me figure out really what I needed to do to help me move the needle and growing my businesses to be successful is how I started with developing, you know, my my one company here, Empowered Star Boss is just really helping 
good people learn how to make money as soon as possible, knowing exactly what they need to do for themselves um, without, you know, being completely lost, distracted, just all over the place. Because when you become an entrepreneur, you're your own boss. And so you have to figure out what exactly are the right things for you to do every single day. And you can get distracted pretty easily. So that's where I, I, I came to realizing like how to set up a structure, how to set up the right support to do that. And that's really what I share and help folks do. I love it. You said some of my favorite words, structure. Oh, and, and even though I, I come from a very structured, disciplined background as an athlete, I can relate to what you're saying because be working from a, in a corporate setting and then switching to an entrepreneur setting, like there is no playbook, right, for entrepreneurs and unless they hire a coach, right, like you or me, I, I've got two coaches to keep me focused. Otherwise, oh, there's a shiny object. Yep. Oh, that's a squirrel. That looks good. Maybe I should try that today. So I'm curious because most of my audience is a, uh, I guess you'd call them their own boss, right? When you're an entrepreneur, you're you and if you don't have an assistant, you are the assistant, the cook, the bottle wash, you know, all of those things. So how did you like what was your or what is your secret sauce now, you know, and evolving over 20 years and helping others um, to stay free from distraction? Is it, it possible? It is possible there. You know, it, it, you can't have moments where you're just like all over the place, but there is a way to create uh, uh, basically, like I always like to say, like creating your roadmap, because I love using the analogy of that, like you as an entrepreneur have decided to create your own raft and go out into the deep blue sea. And you have an island that you're destined to want to go to. And that's like your goal. So how do you get there? You need to have, in essence, a map. And so the structure that I help working with my clients is really figuring out what is the map for you. And this map is also allowing you to be able to like adjust to it as well. And so there's like five key areas that I always work with my clients to really help them understand, to help them develop their map, which goes down to, you know, the enjoyment factor of this business that you're looking to, you know, create or you're growing. Um, how much do you want to earn? You know, not even for the short term, but the long term. How long do you want to do this business? This is a big point that I find a lot of entrepreneurs don't really define. And this can really get you to spin your wheel to kind of like get super distracted when you don't really have like how long you want to do this for. And then the last two is, you know, structure, what kind of structure you need for yourself, like knowing who you are, you know, how you can get distracted. I'm very much an ADD person, like I can squirrel all over the place. So for me, structure was like the key point. And then with the structure, who's the support that's going to help you there. And I look at support both inside your business and outside your business because you know there's two things that are happening in your life as an entrepreneur that you know you have to do everyday life and then you're you know growing your business so you know what do you need support in on the outside of your business and the simple thing that i see often is like you have to spend hours cleaning your house like maybe considering hiring someone in to come once a month to do a deep clean to your house will give you hours back to devote to your business like that's just something outside of your business that helps fuel you help support you and then you know helps you grow so those are like the five key things i always help with my clients in defining what's that roadmap for them so that when they have that map and they're like out in the sea with their raft whenever there's like fomo stuff that gets in the way they have that map to refer back to to help them go like 
is this thing actually part of my plan or not? And that's, it just helps your focus in the long run when you're growing your business. Because it's not a sprint to grow a business, it's a marathon. And you, you know exactly how a marathon is, so. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I use that analogy a lot, so thank you. You're speaking my language, you know, and just so you guys know, in case you don't, FOMO is fear of missing out. And I, I can so relate to that because, and, and you probably, Livia knows me really well, but you're, you're working with a lot of similar people, I'm guessing, that are like me, that we have big goals, big dreams, and a lot of people want our time and our attention. So how do you, how does someone like me move the needle forward when you have like all these people, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, you know, literally I have kids at home, homeschooling on top of, I have hundreds of customers, hundreds of affiliate partners, all of these different things. Do you have any advice for someone like me? Um, how do you, how do I move the needle forward when you have all of this stuff? Um, I like to, you know, one of the ways I like to do it is set up communication with everyone and let them know that I have them on a priority for me, but that priority may not be for like a certain time window. So for example, like with kids, kids are going to want to bug you all the time, right? Especially right now with COVID and your homeschooling, right? So there are certain things that you can say to the kids like, hey, you know, mommy needs to do this for the next hour. And after this next hour, you have like devoted 100% of my time during that time. So would that really work for you to be able to, you know, be okay with that? And if they're kind of like, well, I don't know. And you can just say like, there's a great way to really say it too, is that like, well, mommy has to get stuff done at this time. And the problem is, is that mommy doesn't want to be distracted. What kind of things could you do when mommy's working and that sort of helps them sort of come up with ideas and really be empowered to be like, oh, I get now mommy needs to like have her stuff done at that time. I'm going to go play with my friend in the other room and be quiet kind of stuff. So that those are just something very simple to do with. I know a lot of us are dealing with like the kids at home and trying to come back and forth. So it's bringing them part of that conversation and communicating with them, you know, like what what are the things that are doing right now that you're doing and that there's probably a challenge that you need them to help you solve it too. I find that's a really effective way to help, especially with kids. That's awesome. I hope you guys are taking notes because uh, this a lot of my guests this week, especially, have been giving so many nuggets and dropping some good pearls of wisdom. So, so thank you for that. So, all of you moms and dads out there, um, that's something that I'm I'm constantly, you know, juggling and and wanting to be more present for my kids as well. Um, so when you, do you work with sales teams or leaders of teams? Do you, do you coach them on this kind of similar concept? Like I'm talking to my kids about, Hey, here's the benefit of waiting to work with mommy. Same thing with sales teams or what kind of advice or communication systems do you recommend for teams? For teams, I do, I usually help with those who are leading the teams um, to help them, you know, because it's more of like how to help you as a leader lead your teams better. And what I find is that when I help those leaders who are leading teams, that helps the team see what's more effective and ways for they to lead as well. Because one of the biggest things I've found over the years um, is that it really comes down to communication and being really upfront of like, what are the challenges that you're facing right now? How how to figure out problems to be able to solve them and bringing in those that are part of your team part of the process you'll be really surprised how like 
those who are, you know, part of your team, they want to help solve a problem. And just being open and honest, like, you know, I have to do this thing, but the problem is, is that like, I can't be disturbed. Like what solutions could we all come up with together to be able to find how to solve this problem I have? Um, a lot of people want to be, you know, they want to help. They So just phrasing it in that type of way with communication, with you sharing what's going on, I find is that, you know, with leaders and helping them provide that to their teams, their teams pick that up too. And it sort of helps grow with that. That's awesome. Yeah. Creating those boundaries. That's been a, a thing that came back for me this year is that that elusive thing called work-life balance. I know for me, I got to fill my cup up and put my oxygen mask on first. And I think a lot of times salespeople that I talk to anyway, they're, they're feeling like they're on the hamster wheel, juggling all the things, you know, kind of like that um, uh, unicycle guy juggling, you know, and, and they, they drop one ball and it can send them sideways. So do you have any work-life balance tips as well? Uh, I don't know if you talk about that. I'm kind of putting you on the spot, but I, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. You always put me on the spot, which I love. That's why I love you so much. Um, Cause I love being challenged too. Uh, you know, the biggest thing I found this year with COVID is that, um, work-life balance really doesn't exist, truthfully. It's it's because there's going to be some days where things are going to be skewed another way and skewed another way. And it's and what I found for really helping balance between all the priorities is how we react on the outside and how we react on the inside. So for me, the things that I notice is that like as an entrepreneur, you've got, yeah, you're, 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 multiple hats, right? You're doing this, you're doing that, you're, you know, you're, you're a school teacher, because you're homeschooling, you're a salesperson, because you're reaching out to folks, you're doing marketing, you're, you're working with your, your clients or your customers, right? You're doing a lot of things at once. And so what I tend to notice is that us as entrepreneurs, when we sometimes drop the plates that we berate ourselves a little too much than we really need to. And when we do that, that really spins us off. And to be successful as an entrepreneur, having the ability to be agile and sort of like, you know, fail fast is really what the, the phrase that comes up a lot, you know, and learn from that starts to come down to, you know, how do I really talk to myself internally when I do drop the ball? And the biggest shift I found this year with COVID, because we don't have control of what happens in the outside world, was really to like take better care of how I speak to myself treat myself a lot more with like, you know what, it's okay. And like, even down to like, kind of talking to myself like a little kid, like, hey, so what you dropped that today, you tried your hardest, you know, let's remember what you did. And next time we're going to do a lot better. And that's where I found that's really helped with the work life balance trying to figure that out this year. Because it was like, you know, and then certain things that I thought was like a big deal that I dropped really aren't a big deal to the outside so to some people in the outside world it was more of a bigger deal to me so it was just giving myself a break at the end of the day and not sort of thinking that you know it's the die hard end all be all it's more of like you know what that's okay like you did your best maybe it didn't work out let's learn from it move forward you're going to do better the next time like being your own cheerleader was what 2020 really made me realize. And 
when that started happening for me and also helping my clients do that as well, like it just, it just allows you to just like, you know, you fall off the horse and you just brush yourself off and get back on. You know? I love that. Um, and Jackie from Edina, Minnesota says, hello, welcome Jackie. Super excited to have you here. <laughs> I love doing that. It's fun um, to engage people in this great, great content. And you, you made me think of a quote. Again, I fall back a lot of my personal training background, but Horton, uh, he said, you know, do your best and forget the rest. And I think uh, a lot of us who tend to be attracted to being a salesperson because we want to help people right? This was my big is I was trying to be all things to all people for the last five years. And I, my cup was empty, right? And so this year helped me go back to that philosophy of I can only give so much and then I got to take care of myself and find some semblance of, of balance and not beating myself up too much, taking the boxing gloves off. And we even actually got a for the kids, for homeschooling, and for us, <laughs> we got a boxing, uh, like a bag in our house so that instead of beating ourselves up, uh, like you said, I love that, be your own cheerleader because, oh my gosh, uh, life is crazy. Um, so it's easy to to not be your own cheerleader, but I think that's a great bit of advice, guys, to write that down and uh, be able to find ways that you can can, uh, I don't know, reward yourself. Do you, do you have like any kind of um, coaching on how someone can reward themselves for moving that needle just a little bit? Don't, Cause I think that's a really good thing. It's, it's really what comes to like each individual person. You know, I've had some folks I've worked with who, you know, just give yourself an evening where you don't do anything and you just veg. Like that's, you know, that's your reward for spending a day trying to, you know, wrangle the kids and trying to get some stuff out and trying to, you know, like, just take the, take the night off tonight. Like, you know, totally reward yourself. Um, if you want to, like, you know, go and buy yourself some fluffy little, you know, slippers to hang out with, take a nice bath. Like, it really comes down to like, what's really gonna, what, like, what really lights your heart. And I think that's probably the best way to think about it. Like, Oh my God, I love those. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to take you off. <laughs> you said fuzzy little slippers. So I did that. I got me, I got me some Santa red and, 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 you know, white slippers. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Exactly. See, so, you know, that's like, it's, it's, you know, one of the things I realized, um, you know, when I started as an entrepreneur years ago, and it was like, I just would take things too seriously. And it was like, when I became an entrepreneur, I wanted to do work that was like enjoyable for me. And that was making an impact in the world. And I think sometimes we get too, like, into like, it has to be so serious. And, you know, from seeing those who are just like, the, like, you know, the super, super billionaire entrepreneurs who've been super successful with like unicorn businesses and whatnot, like they brought more fun into it. And so it's more of like, that's why I bring in that enjoyment piece when I talk to my clients, like what really about it is enjoyable. Cause it's like, you know, I was speaking to one client recently and it was like, she's like, I don't know what to do for the marketing and da, da, da. I'm like, well, what is one of your products that you're selling that you just love and you enjoy and you talk about all the time? And she's like, this one product. And I was like, then that's what your heart loves and you're super excited about. And I, I think you've shared a lot too. It's like, it's your energy. Cause you, you know, work when you're selling, it's, it's your energy. People want to 
be excited. And if you're if you're coming from a heart-centered place that you you love this thing, you think it's the best thing in the world, and it's really gonna be such positive to other people, people pick that up. Even when we're virtual like this, they all pick it up. Yeah, we are all our, our energy. And I apologize, I have uh, apparently the landscapers outside my house. Can you hear that? Nope, can't hear a thing. Okay, good. Awesome. <laughs> The fun things of, of having a home studio right now. So um, what can you speak about when you talk to, and I know you work with men and women, right? So just throwing that out there, I, I know your, your your website, and I'll put that back up here, guys, for you to, to check her out. And she does have a free gift that we'll get to here in the next 10 minutes, but Empowered Star Boss. But you work with men and women. And uh, I know there's that that book, right? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, and the communication styles and all of that kind of stuff. Do, do you see differences for men and women right now and how the pandemic has impacted them this year? Um, honestly, no. No, because, you know, we are all equally being affected by, like we, we don't have the ability to control the circumstances of what's currently going on. We don't have the ability to control the future. And, you know, some of us have been put into situations that are just super highly stressful. And so what I'm finding is that um, both the men and women that I'm working with this year, you know, it really comes down to, you know, what resonates with you from like, your soul level like you know what like and and both you know there is that kind of thing of like you know men tend to be more analytical and women tend to be more feeling focused really we both are the same at the end of the day maybe we kind of go towards one area a little bit more than the others but we all feel we all are have our you know we all analyze stuff and and it really comes down to just like what really resonates more with our hearts and i think this year I like to kind of call it like a great pause for myself and with some of my clients, because I feel like this year, everything that's happened kind of allowed us to have a pause to really reconnect with our hearts so that the things that we are doing really are something we enjoy to do. Because that was one of the things I'm finding a lot with some of my clients is like, they, they're, they were moving certain paths with their business that they thought was the right thing to do, but they really didn't enjoy doing it. And that's sort of where they were struggling and couldn't really feel focused and they didn't have any confidence in where they were going. And it was really getting down to like, what really are you enjoying about what you're doing? Why, why was this whole business started in the first place? Or you're considering starting a business in the first place? That enjoyable piece is what, you know, it keeps you going at the end of the day. You know, we talked about the marathon before, but it's like, if you're going to run a marathon, you got to enjoy it because it can get kind of pretty grueling after a while. There has to be some enjoyment that really keeps you going. And I think this year, that's really been the significance of really helping my clients I'm working with just get down to like, what is it that's really something you enjoy about the business? Why you're doing the way you're, the, why you're doing what you're doing? And then let's figure out how to really build that into your business that has a better structure to really support you going forward. Yeah, it's funny because when I coached marathoners and I have coached thousands of marathoners in my time, and, and it, you're right. I mean, there was uh, different days where like one day you had the long run the next day was a day of, of rest. The next day was a, maybe you did a track or a speed workout. The next day was a tempo. The next day we, we did fart licks or hill repeats, you know? So 
the the journey of an entrepreneur is so so like that it's just like you said that you coach people on having that roadmap and there were times where i had people who they had different training schedules because guess what as entrepreneurs it's not one size fits all right um, you might have a, a different goal. Like I, my, my four hour marathoners had different training plans than my three hour, you know, Boston goal oriented marathoners. So I don't know if you can speak to that on, on what an average day, since I, I compared it to a training run, what an average day for uh, one of your clients might look like. Granted, I know that you have a lot of different clients, but even that time blocking and figuring out how to get it all in and, and, and succeed at a high level, because I think that's the kind of person that's in healthy and wealthy and wise community. So do you have an example of a one day in the life? So when I look at time blocking, I look at, at what is the time that each individual feels the strongest in, because that's going to be the time window unique to them where I, say, this is the time for you to like, get all the heavy hitting stuff out of the way. You know, I've worked with clients who are like, four o'clock in the morning is like the ideal time for them. And I have some who are like, no, it's midnight type of stuff. But also taking an account with COVID and you've got, you know, kids at home and you're trying to manage that type of stuff. It's still looking at, for example, if you're a morning person and you've got the kids, okay, let's look at maybe taking that morning time to really outline what you're going to do that's gonna, um, when your mind is more crisp, those are like the, the key priority things you wanna get out and get those things done. And then, you know, if you're looking at, for example, like doing sales calls, right? Maybe do those sales calls like later in the afternoon, maybe in between the kids are doing a nap time. You know, your mind does not have to be like super focused because you're really more connecting with the folks, really getting to work with them. And then, you know, if you've got an evening time where your mind gets back into like that refocus, then, then, then work on those key things. But also too, I often say for your priority and focus, don't go over three things that are your priorities for a day. Because that's where I find most entrepreneurs think that, okay, you know, you know, I scheduled my week and I have like 20 things to do. And it's like, okay, great. But I, three things in one day is max, right? And if you've got some big, big goals you want to achieve in a week, then just do one big goal a week or max three big goals a week. And I think that's where it really comes down to. And also too, when I talk about the support structure, is that there's certain things you might not really need to do, right? That it's on your to-do list. And entrepreneurs have a very, very long to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they do. Outsource, right? You're talking about outsource and delegation. Outsource, delegation, you know, you can, you can get the kids involved in this, right? You know, it's like, you got to clean, you know, the, the room, make it as like a fun activity for the kids to do, takes it off your list. You can focus on doing other things, right? Like it's really, as an entrepreneur, even if you're a solopreneur running it all by yourself, learning how to delegate is going to be the winning thing for you because you can delegate to your family members. Like that's the best training ground. If you want to grow your business and bring in team members, delegate to your family. And that's the best way because you'll learn how to be able to delegate in a more effective way. But yeah, it's just going back to, again, like you don't have to take it all on yourself. 
Like, you know, be, it's okay to not, you know, go after everything right away. You know, it's, you're going to make it right. You know, that's, that's where I always like to tell my entrepreneurs is that like, if this is coming from your heart, your heart is here in this world to achieve that experience. You're going to do it, right? Mm -hmm. You are going to do it, but just lay off the throttle of thinking you need to do it like ASAP. <laughs> because if you just take your time, sometimes that big goal that you had and you were like super, super specific about it, if you let off the throttle, there might be something else that comes in that even makes that thing 10 times bigger and better and more exciting in a level that you never realized you could achieve. Like that's where it's sort of like lay off the throttle, take it easy. Just start off with like, if you got three things max to do a day, it's enough. It's literally enough. Amen. And I think reminding people that you're, who are listening, you are enough, right? I, I fell into that trap. The reason I was doing all of the things is it was like, I, I had this false sense of security of that was making me a better person because I was helping way more people spreading myself way too thin kind of falling into people pleasing tendencies i discovered for me was unhealthy and and got me way out of balance so less is more is what i'm hearing you say and i it's so great because i have a document i call it my daily compass i write down two professional things and two personal things that i really 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 like no matter what even if the house burnt down those are the things i'm committed to all the other stuff do your best forget the rest. Um, I love that. That's, that's great advice. Thank you so much, Livia. I just wanted to let you know, say hi to a deal from Pakistan. So we have Ooh. people tuning in um, at all hours of the day. <laughs> love it. Hello. We have someone who's very committed. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have a gift. Um, I would like for you as we wrap it up here, um, you have a, a free gift that I will post in the show notes and in the comments of all of the places that we're streaming here today. Can you share with them how they can tap into that and what it is? So this free gift is a little guide to really help you in growing your business. And it gets into like three key areas to really start to define for yourself. And these are three areas that I find that when working with my clients that they often don't have defined first. And that's what's really like getting them to spin their wheels, um, losing the focus, unclear exactly what they need to do. This guide is just what I've used really helping my clients privately. And it's a lot of the sort of the work that I do with them is just starting off first and foremost of like, let's define these three things for yourself first. And once you have these defined, it immediately gives you the actions that are unique to you to take to help you grow your business. And that's always the biggest challenge is like, should I do this or should I do that? Should I do this? Let's define these three things first. And that goes back to the roadmap I help folks within to be able to really go forward and do what they need to do. You know, this is what I'm sharing with everyone here. And this is my gift because I get it. You know, being an entrepreneur, it's it's you, you got to manage yourself. You got to manage everything else. And yet you, you, you hear things that like doing this way is the best way or doing that's the best way. And maybe it is, but it's sort of defining what's right for you first to then go after what's going to really work and help empower you forward to be a success and making that positive impact and helping serve others in such a great way that you desire to do. 
And it's so great. It's a very valuable tool, guys, because remember, a lot of times I find that people will listen to their peers and say, oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. And they try to adopt it and it may not be right for you. So please check out her free gift. And I do have one more question for you, Livia. But before we wrap it up, I do want to remind you guys that I also am a big believer of what Jim Rohn said, when do you begin your year when it's finished on paper? So December 19th, my gift to you as part of my community is my 2021 action planning class and actually talking about time blocking and some of the things that that I coach on and helping you guys really be ready um, for 2021 on paper. So just go to loiskofi.com forward slash action and you can sign up for that class there. And I'm looking forward to serving you guys on Saturday, December 19th. So to close it out um, with this final question, Libby, I ask all of my guests this because I really do love to hear what is inside your heart and your mind when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, Livia, what comes up for you? What does that mean to you? I was thinking about this the other day. Um, for me, healthy, wealthy, and wise is 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 feeling healthy in so many. It, feeling healthy, like mentally, feeling healthy emotionally, feeling healthy in my soul, feeling healthy physically, and you know, wealthy is like being abundant, not only of like having like the money and the tools and the resources available, but like having the abundance of time to be able to have experiences that I just, my heart is like wanting to experience, right? Having that abundance of time and that wealth of time to do the things that, you know, that light me up. And then wise really comes down to like learning from what you've done and like applying the learning right away. Like that's where it comes, you know, comes down to, we all have our own ways that we learn. And, you know, as we get older, it's just sort of, learning what we did and what worked, what didn't work and what we can do different next time. And just being wise, being the wiser of it, I think is really what I think of. So yeah, when I think of healthy, wealthy and wise, it comes down to just like being healthy throughout my whole self from physical, mental, emotional, and physical, having the abundance, not only of like money, but abundance of time and experiences. And then also just being wise and learning from what I did. And I think that's why I also created Empowered Starboss. It was like, you know, these are my experiences as being an entrepreneur. And I wanted to share my experiences so that others who just have such amazing things to do in this world to share and just impact the world in such a positive way, I can help support them, like not having to fall down the same rabbit hole I did when I started off, right? So that's, that's what I think when I think of healthy, wealthy and wise. Awesome. Awesome. That's perfect. Uh, I, I love having you here today. I hope you guys can share this message. Hit the share button with people. If you're seeing this on YouTube, please share it out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, all of the places, because we're really looking to help people who are starving for inspiration right now, who are looking for that one idea that could change their life and help them get to their best self. Because I believe, you know, 2020 has really brought this home for me is we are all just one idea or one decision or one person away from changing our life and transforming it to be where we need to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. So thank you again, Livia, for being here today. And thanks, guys. Watch this again because there was so much wisdom. 
um, in our episode. And, and please tune in next week. I have a health expert who also has a very spiritual message about giving back. You know, we're talking a lot about giving this time of year. Um, there's a lot of people hurting out there. So Hans Parge is going to be our guest next week, Friday, same time, same channel, 10 a.m. Pacific. So please tune in, tune out and bring friends. Don't come alone. And until next guy, time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiskofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.